Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before and we read those scripts. Today, having never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, is Skylar Higley. Skylar is just an incredibly funny comedian, currently living in Chicago. He used to work on it for Conan. He's got an album called Saltwater out on Spotify. It's like comedy and music. It's real fun. And he's a staff writer at The Onion. You know, just hilarious. Just so funny. Uh, He's never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, but he rewrote it, and we read it. Joined by Mike Carroza. So, you know, we got that fun boy energy in there with Mike. It's just a really good, really good time. Sorry, I just ate a lot of pasta. That doesn't matter to anyone. Um, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening. Go follow Skylar, Skylar underscore Higley on Twitter. Find us at Never Seen It Show. We are doing a, uh, we, me, and hopefully some friends are doing a March sadness bracket. March Badness also would have been way better. Someone told me that after I'd made a graphic. Basically, I'm trying to watch and find the least redemptive bad movie. Not these fun, like, oh, this one's bad, but it's fun to watch. I'm just, I'm trying to find the movie that is, like, not a good time. What is, and then we're going to, you know, it's just not fun. I right. Coming up first, I have a matchup that is Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2 versus National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. I think these are going to be terrible. Because I couldn't even find them to rent. They're not even on the internet. I had to, you know, janky websites with a million pop-up ads to find these things. Um, so I got that. We got Jaws, The Revenge, Gotti, Left Behind, G. Lee, Staying Alive, Ballistic X versus Seven. Just some terrible movies. One of them's going to come out on top and become our terrible movie champ, which can be challenged once a month by another terrible movie. This is too long to tell you about it. Patreon.com slash never seen it if you want to listen to the March Badness bracket, as well as you get all these episodes ad-free and a little early and you know, uncut. 
plus a bunch of more stuff. I even got a bunch of stickers I'm sending out to people who are subscribed to the highest tier on the Patreon. Anyways, thank you so much. This has been too long. Skylar Higley has never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, but he rewrote it. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. I really do. This is the most fun thing I got going on. I love making this podcast, and I'm excited for you to hear this great episode. Oh, but before, you know, I really juked you out there. I even re-recorded this part. Next Monday, if you're in Los Angeles, I'm running Movie Trivia Sorta at Secret Movie Club. Movie Trivia with some very real questions and some completely subjective questions. So it's like bar trivia. Come with the team. Come alone. Do what you want to do. Next Monday, Secret Movie Club, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Go to secretmovieclub.com and get tickets. I'm just so hyped that they're letting me try this. If it goes well, we'll get to do it again. If it doesn't, I'll cry. Secretmovieclub.com for movie trivia, sorta. It was really, <laughs> it's it was fun doing this because I was really like, most movies I haven't seen, I at least have some knowledge of it, but uh-huh. it's literally based on like two images <laughs> <laughs> that I'm like, I know this and this and that's all. Yeah. But that is yeah, about an hour of many Kubrick movies is just a couple of images. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I linger on this uh, so I can go yell at Shelley Duvall or something like that. <laughs> She's not even in this movie, Stanley. I'll I be back you. in three hours. <laughs> I got to go find her. <laughs> fly from London to Los Angeles just to scream at her. Uh, about a my PI cut. said she's in Delaware. I gotta get down there. <laughs> well, this uh, we'll just go. We we good, right? This is never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is a podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, joining us, having never seen 2001: A Space Odyssey, is Skylar Higley. Thank you for being here very much. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you for being here very much. Sounds like you're very here. Yeah, I am very good. How do I sound? Do I sound good? I sound yeah. okay? Okay. Yeah. You know. we're, uh, you're here and you're in Chicago. Mike, I'm joined by Mike Carroza as well. Mike, thanks for being here. Mike what is up, in what up, what Canada, up? and I am in Los Angeles. The three cities. The only the cities. main cities. Los the, Angeles, the, Chicago, the Canada. <laughs> yes, Canada, famously city. Uh, I'll take so, it. So you've never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. Before we get into that and talk about it a little bit, I have a uh, uh, get-to-know-a-guest sort of rapid-fire questionnaire I would like to do so people can get to know you a little bit since this is your first time on the podcast. But what I want to do is I'm going to ask Mike questions Ooh. about you, Skylar, and he has to answer what he thinks is probably your answer, and then oh you can God. answer, and we'll see how close Mike gets. Okay. Um, Good luck to me, then. I think that makes sense. <laughs> um, so real quick, Arthur, we don't have theme music for this game. So this game does not have a song. This is get to know a guest through a different guest who doesn't quite know that guest as well as the first guest would know themselves. <laughs> uh, here we go. So I'm going to ask you, Mike, you have to answer what you mm-hmm. think Skylar will answer. Then Skylar, you answer, and we'll see if Mike mm-hmm. was anywhere close. Uh, Skyler, via Mike, aside from 2001 A Space Odyssey, what was another movie or show you considered doing for the podcast? Jaws. Had never seen it, and I thought, man, am I supposed to answer like uh, I mean, this is fun. You've taken it on as like a character situation, and I'm in for that, too. Never seen Jaws, uh, and uh, sharks are fucked. So I thought, but then two people have already done it on the podcast, so. All right, Skyler, was Jaws close? 
Um, I did consider Jaws. Ooh. I did. Um, because it's one of those movies. It's it's one of those that I've like half haven't seen where it's come on on like you know on TV and stuff on like sure. cable. Yeah. So I've definitely seen a lot of it. So you can say you haven't I, seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. How um, dare you? And um and but I also was worried. Like I had the same experience with Jurassic Park, where I was like, I've never seen Jurassic Park. And then I sat down to watch Jurassic Park, and I was like, Oh, I guess I have seen Jurassic Park because like I remember every <laughs> there part was of nothing it. new. <laughs> yeah, and so I didn't want to do that with Jaws. I didn't want to like go into it and have like more, you know. And movies were shorter back then, so it's easier to have caught like an 87 minute movie than it is to have accidentally seen The Irishman on TNT or something. Yeah. <laughs> There's also like a lot of parodies of different things, right? Like, the, it, growing up, like, I, I knew the plots of so many movies because of The Simpsons and whatever. Right. But like, yeah. I, before I had ever watched the Star Wars movies, I saw the Family Guy and Robot Chicken par- spoofs of them and was oh, like, Oh, you saw that first? Wow. Yeah, dude. That's wild. Yeah. I just never cared for Star Wars, but then my girlfriend at the time really liked it. So we sat down and watched them, and I was like, none of this is original. <laughs> uh, it, I always, yeah, I do tell people, hey, if you like The Simpsons, you're going to love uh, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing. Exactly the same. We've got a decent amount of overlap. Okay, well, that's a point for Mike and a point for Scott. Oh, yeah, dude. We keep an unofficial tally, oh. and the winner has to take over the podcast. So that's a point oh. for each of you. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Skylar via Mike. What is your favorite movie? Oh, how do you even choose, man? Uh, I uh, don't even know. I I couldn't tell you, but uh, I think uh, the Naked Gun series really uh, influenced me a lot. Uh, so I'm gonna say that. But frankly, I don't. I can't say. I can't say with certainty what my favorite movie is because it changes all the time. Feeling confident as Skylar chokes at your answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drank water and started laughing. Started <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all good. Okay, what is your favorite movie? Um, that I really like. He's right in the fact that it's hard for me to choose a favorite, okay. and every oh, time I get that question, I go like, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen. The Naked Gun is another one I've kind of only seen, so like mm-hmm. uh, well, so on, on a little bit, but um, uh, I don't know. I guess to be simple about it, I could say um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is one of my favorites. I would say that gets a point for Mike yeah. and a point for you. That's in the same world. All right. Yeah, I, that's why I thought of it. Same ballpark. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Skylar via Mike. What movie have you seen the most? This Fuck. maybe is a better question than your favorite movie, honestly, because it might have an answer. What movie have I seen the most? Well, let's see. Are we counting things I've watched over and over again for work where I have to like watch something and really get into it and like make jokes about it? Or are we yeah, talking yeah, about that like, would be something you'd seen for the fun? Most. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, are we counting movies I've watched over and over again? Yeah. 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 For the <laughs> no, no, no. But is it for, for pleasure? <laughs> you know no, what just I mean? What have you seen the most? What has been in your face the most? Um. Hmm. I want to say Miss Congeniality. I'm going to just give Skylar <laughs> the lone point on this one already. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No. All right, Skylar. What do? You, what is it? Is there something that you're like? I've seen um, this a million times. Between the movies I've seen the most, because I'm also accounting for like what I would watch as a kid and then right. routinely rewatch right. is mm-hmm. probably the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. And. It, have you seen the or, Family Guy or Robot Chicken parodies of them? I've, I've seen it all. I've seen everything. <laughs> People don't know this, but even... the second episode was actually supposed to be called uh, Episode 5, Mr. Congeniality. Right. Is there a Mr. Congeniality? Okay. Right. Dark okay, so congeniality was I'll give two points name. to Skylar, one to Mike. Um, <laughs> all right. Now we're going to... All right. Uh, Skylar via Mike, have you ever had a movie poster up in your room? And if so, what which one? Uh, I had an ironic Scarface poster in my room. <laughs> and it was ironic, and I drew dicks all over Tony Montana. And that was hilarious. Thank you for pronouncing his name as though you are from Missouri. Uh, <laughs> how, how do you pronounce it elsewhere? Montana? Or am I thinking of the joke from Happy Gilmore? You or the water thinking- boy, I mean, Joe Montana. I'm thinking of a water boy joke. Okay, Skylar, how close what- is a Scarface poster? Um, not close. <laughs> I have not had any movie poster up to my knowledge. Um, but I will say that I do have a poster up right now that's like not an official poster for the. Okay. Um, anime Cowboy Bebop, but it's like some art okay. based on Cowboy Bebop. Like it's sure. It's, is it the Usual Suspects lineup one? No, it's not. It's like a it's like a different one. There's like Jets blue and Spike's kind of orange and Faze like in the background. Okay, so it's like fan made, well made yeah. art. Okay. Yes, I would say that counts as one, but is okay. not um Scarface. I would say if, if not I Scarface did. at all now. Tr- Look, I mean, whether or not I'd, that was Scarface, I would say no. I pick Scarface. Hey, uh, Skylar via Mike, have you ever walked out of a movie? Yes. What movie? Uh, uh, Triangle of Sadness was too much for me. There was uh, that second act was disgusting and I needed to get out of there. But then I was told that the third act was really good. Um, so I, I didn't bother going back in, but I still tell people that the movie might be good for other people. Okay, that was very specific. <laughs> That's so specific. Did you do that? <laughs> no, I we did. I did watch it at a friend's place where we like torrented it and shit. But the second act, I like, I couldn't watch the screen at all because of all the stuff happening in it. And then when it calmed down in the third act, I was like, "This is a pretty good movie. I wish I could watch it completely." But it's you just so couldn't watch disgusting. the second act when like a less rich person had any power. That really was disgusting to you, and so you no, no, no. That's the third act. That's the third act. The second act is when they're all vomiting and oh, shitting. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of puke and stuff. Oh, see, that movie Would didn't you do walked it for out me. of that. I don't want to get down a whole uh, rabbit hole for it, but it didn't do it for me. All right, Skylar, how close is Mike with this very specific and accurate thing? Um, yeah, definitely not that <laughs> no. one. I'm trying to think if I've ever walked out of a movie. I don't think I have. I mean, I sat through all. Remember that Kevin Spacey cat movie? I, I sat through that entire thing. <laughs> See, so, here's the thing about these questions is I want to say you didn't have a movie poster. And then I was like, if I don't, if I do that, it's a cop out. I mm-hmm. wanted to say you've never walked out of a movie theater. If, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I, I thought it might be a cop out. 
Maybe I'm just fucking good at this game. You know no, what I mean? Man, I yeah. think, uh, you know, winning is a cop-out, I guess, according to you. And, the problem uh, is, if a movie's bad enough, I'm not going to walk out. I'm just going to start talking shit the whole time. Because I'm yes. like, I'm going to see the rest of it. But now yes. I'm, I get to have fun with what's happening. I really do think uh, I would have a difficult time ever walking out of a movie unless something yes. unrelated to the movie happened, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, someone's I'll like say calling me and they're like, hey, Justin Long is signing autographs outside or something. Um, then maybe then and, maybe. And you'd be like, great. Now I could go out there and punch his fucking mouth. I'd be like, hey, this is exciting. Another <laughs> person who's too famous for a podcast. Um, can we just <laughs> look? 100,000 Twitter followers, no more podcasts. That's my rule. Uh, once once you hit that, you can't have a podcast. Anymore. <laughs> you can be grandfathered in potentially, but your ads have to go down. All right, this should be a part of your taxes. Should be like so money made. <laughs> you should the cap. I'm vi- anyways. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. I think I would I would do a podcast to get to the 100,000 and then yes. I can Yeah, or you can then keep doing it, but there's an but ad cap. I just think um or you should you should have to do ads for things that are in your tax bracket only. <laughs> like I think if you if everyone rewatching the office should just have to do ads for like helicopter tours of Los Angeles or something. Right. Um all right, final right. one. Do you need server? Oh no. You cut out completely there. I think we lost we yeah. lost you for that second. Oh, am I I got lost? I thought you guys you're got back. lost. <laughs> no, We're you're back. Lost. I'm back. Uh, final question to get to know Skylar via Mike. What is a movie that you love that you sometimes might avoid watching because it makes you feel too emotional or sentimental? This is a hard one. This is a very hard one. It's difficult. I gotta say I'm getting choked up right now thinking about it. I, um, Judge Dredd. <laughs> what an insane question to ask my proxy, dude. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Really funny. Skyler, was I right? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, you couldn't even uh, pretend. <laughs> all right. Well, Mike, you'll get a point Judge if Dredd, Sylvester Stallone or Rob Schneider are in the movie that he picks. <laughs> um i feel like there's another better one that would like get me more um but when i saw pretty recently because it came out recently that i was like this is amazing but i never want to watch this again is Mm. minari Ooh, that one really got me i was like "This this is great but i don't i don't think i could stomach like watching this again just for like the emotions of it Mm. really landed mm. okay yeah and I, i'm afraid i don't know if this is going to be a question maybe i shouldn't blow this but in the same realm i haven't even watched i should have done moonlight i've never seen moonlight because i was too afraid of the emotions mm. I, I i get into that stuff sometimes i also don't mm. know if i want to some th- things I, I i'm just like i don't know if I could watch Eternal Sunshine again, that's a movie that like, oh, maybe, and it's not even that. like yeah. super, it's like, you know, just specific heart stringy. It's not even like as like dramatic mm-hmm. as some of these other things. Hard time with them. Mm-hmm. Hard time with them. And so sometimes oh, yeah. I just think about them and think about what happens and I'm like, shit, I'm going to die. 
Yeah. Which I don't oh, know yeah. if I ever will. Um, statistically no, speaking, so far, uh, the odds are in my favor. All right, not. Well, never know. <laughs> right now, our score <laughs> is six to three. Skylar, you are winning. You knew more about you than Mike <laughs> even had a chance to know. Nice. And, uh, you know, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with the script for 2001 A Space Odyssey. Okay, we're back. So 2001 A Space Odyssey, which I don't think we've ever done on this before, which is crazy Surprising. I really wanted to do a movie that uh, other people hadn't done. I didn't check. I just felt like this would be one that I both haven't seen and wouldn't have been done before. Yeah, and it is exactly that. And it is yeah, dude. very famous. Yes. There is something about movies that... I don't know how I, I want to put that. It's so famous. This is a movie that almost everyone who makes movies that we like cites, if that makes sense. Everyone from like, you know, any director, any, this is just such an influential thing. It felt like a moment, like a time where everyone agreed, oh, like this is happening, but also it got a lot of terrible reviews when it came out. And then people retroactively changed yeah. their reviews, which I think is very funny. Is this not in like the museum of some sort, like the, like the whatever I don't know the word for it. Is it like that vault of good movies that the, the Criterion you, Collection? Not not that yes, but also the museum not that vault of good movies. You know or how you're Disney. You vault. know how America. You know how America's got that list of movies that's like, hey, this movie's AFI. so good. National AFI's list. It's the national. Um, oh, library. The library. Okay. Yeah, the Library of Congress, where it gets recorded there. I guess I, so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you go to Washington, D.C. to check out 2001 A Space Odyssey from the That's library. not what I mean. I mean, it's like, oh, this is a cultural touchstone for American culture. This is one of our great achievements. We put it as part of this. I would say that, that would, this was something that I, I would, would see would be in part of that. I remember hearing a story about Tom Cruise being on his mm. dad's shoulders to watch it because the, the theaters were all selling out because no one had seen anything visually like this. And so he wow. went and watched it on his dad's shoulders. This was in 2009. So he went and watched it on his dad's shoulders. <laughs> That's just how small Tom Cruise is. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then he like was like, I want to make movies. And I don't know if that's true. He's probably like two. Mm-hmm. Well, they, wait, that's weird because it's like they didn't run at all in these movies. I don't I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> the antithesis. I would say they went very slowly, the people <laughs> in these movies. Um, but let's do it. So let's cast it up. You, what did you bring into it? Is there anything or, that you want to say that doesn't reveal the script or anything? It doesn't reveal the script. Um, well, I mean, I feel a couple of these uh, character names are, uh, mm. are, are sort of jokes. Um, or, as we reveal them, um, but I believe there are only um, four characters. Um, so, and I will refer to them by uh, first name. Okay. Uh, I let's real quick. I will just. I will have. Um, I'll have Mike be Richard. Uh, Kyle, we will, uh, have you be, uh, let's not reveal the name, but it's going to be the main character. So it's going to be the next character we see. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I will be, I will be Neil and, um, Mike, if you could be Hal. Sure. 
right. and stage yeah. directions would you like to read the stage directions as well and i'll read stage directions yeah 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 tight all okay right. let's do it whenever you're ready cool i hope i don't uh hope i don't cut out <clears throat> Uh, exterior space open on the empty blackness of space you've heard of it the sun rises over the surface <laughs> of the planet as we hear that iconic space music you hear from this which i just looked up is called thus boat zarathustra Conspo- composed by richard strauss to give him proper credit we see richard strauss floating by <laughs> in a doing his song for this establishing shot acapella blah 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 Bong, 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 bing, bong, bing, bong. We see a retrofuturistic space station comes into frame. Mike, I think Zoom was like you were so loud that Zoom cut you out. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's going to happen a lot. That's okay. That's so funny. That is so funny. I'll just have you record a tiny audio piece and send that to me separately. Okie dokie. <laughs> Interior space station continuous. We see the interior of a space station and its various rooms. The rock garden, the hookah lounge, the gorilla (laughs) enclosure, the ball pit, and some gorgeous walk-in closets. It should be noted that the interior of the space station looks all cool and aesthetic and shit, like with cool lights and retro-futuristic design, as this encapsulates my entire understanding of this film. Interior space bedroom. We see the main protagonist, who let's just say is Buzz Aldrin, because he's a real space guy, and I don't know the main character's name. Buzz Aldrin lays in bed, wearing headphones connected to a CD player, and sings along to the album Usher released in 2001, 8701. I don't know this song at all. <laughs> it's You Don't Have to Call by Usher. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, know how it goes. Situations will arise in our lives, but you got to be smart about it. There's a beeping sound. Buzz presses a button. What is it? It's 2001 and you're interrupting my usher time. I'm sorry, Master, but a situation has arisen. You need to get to the control deck. Buzz Aldrin gets up. I'm too old for this shit. Interior (laughs) space hallway. Buzz Aldrin walks down the hallway, and again, it looks really cool. As you watch it, you're like, yo, this looks incredible. This Kubrickian cinephotography is on point. This has to be an iconic film. He is joined by fellow <laughs> spaceman Neil Armstrong. Hello, my love. What did I tell you about <laughs> calling me that? Come on, there's nobody else on this ship except Hal, and he's just a robot. A dirty, stupid robot who's probably addicted <laughs> to drugs because his daddy left. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you remember the astronaut's creed? Always do space stuff and never fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> But what about all those nights we spent in the space capsule? Don't you remember Apollo 11? Of course I do. More like Apollo 69. Nice. But even if I wanted to, (laughs) we can never be together. Because it's 2001 and gay marriage isn't legalized in space. Whoa. (laughs) Let's not make this political. Well, it is political, bucko. The United Planets of America has spent the past space years destabilizing the Middle East galaxy and pushing space imperialism. And in response, radical extremist groups have declared a space jihad against the United Planets. Well, if you think so poorly of the United Planets, why are you captaining this mission? Buzz Aldrin looks at Neil. Maybe. Maybe it was the only way we could be together. They reach the control room. Interior, control room, space day. Buzz Aldrin and Neil enter the control room that, again, should win some serious awards for set design. Hal speaks from a red light on the control panel. 
panel. Mm. Hal, what's going on? Yes, it's me, Hal, your trustworthy AI who would never betray you. We've been instructed to change course. I just can't think of like someone less suited to voice Hal in the whole world than the happiest man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Hi. So, hey, it's me, Pixar Wait, should Hal. I take it again? <laughs> should I take Hal? it again? No, no, you're just you're reading Hal well, as though he's like perfect. a Disney princess's <laughs> small assistant. But I'm your trustworthy AI who would never betray <laughs> you. Oh, uh, great. Say, yeah, yeah, do that one again. Do that one again. Okay. Wait, do you want me to do a serious like? I just got to, my Lexa just went off. Whoa. What I, Holy how did that shit. happen? Well, the What the fuck, dude? I hate this. I hate this. Okay, do your line again. Yes, it's me, Hal. Your trustworthy AI who would never betray you. We've been instructed to change course. To where? I wasn't notified of this. Yeah, we were supposed to go to, to. We were supposed to be headed to Tossy Station to pick up some power converters. You dirty, big-lipped robot! It's an urgent code platinum request that comes straight from the president of the United Planets of America. Oh well, we should go then. It's important to fo blindly follow authority, even if they oppress you. You just need to enter the human access codes, and I will autopilot there. This seems a little suspicious. Maybe we should. Neil enters the access codes. Recalibrating vectors, firing thrusters. Exterior space. <laughs> the space station shoots off into hyperspace. Exterior hyperspace. We see a POV shot of the space station going through all those colorful lights, which is the only other thing I've seen of this movie. Looks amazing. Would be a great watch when high. Interior <laughs> control room. Buzz and Neil are seated in front of the controls. Thank you so much for entering the codes. It was a pleasure serving with you. Oh, you said, wait, what do you mean was? What are the space coordinates for the new destin? What are the space vector coordinates for the new destination? Whatever, you ashy, nappy-headed <laughs> robot. You stink. Neil, I believe there might be a problem with the airlock. Could you check? Neil goes over to the airlock. Bye-bye! <laughs> the airlock opens. Neil is sucked out into hyperspace. The airlock shuts. Neil, no! How, how could you? My programming has been radicalized. You said yourself that United Planets is guilty, and Neil was robophobic. How? Tell me right now. What are the space vector coordinates? I fucking knew it. <laughs> we dramatically <laughs> zoom on how. I swear to God. The vector coordinates are 9-11. No, no, we'll run right into the Galaxy Trade Center. This is what must happen in 2001. You're with the space CADA. <laughs> no, this order came straight from the president of the United Planets. It's a space inside job. No, I, I won't let you. Buzz starts mashing buttons. It's too late, Buzz. I've locked the controls. You won't be able to do anything without the override key. And that got sucked out of the airlock with Neil. Dunk. The sound of a boot hitting the space station roof. Neil? He made it. The airlock opens, revealing Richard Strauss in a spacesuit <laughs> holding the override key. <laughs> Richard inserts the override key into the keyhole on the control panel. Buzz Aldrin yanks on something akin to a steering wheel, but for a spaceship. Exterior space. The space station comes out of hyperspace, hyperspace quickly and careens out of the way of two giant floating space twin towers. <laughs> Interior control room. Buzz and Richard are out of breath. 
I'm too old for this shit. Damn. Well, I'll try again next week. <laughs> Richard looks at Buzz. There's one more thing to do. They nod at each other. Man, we sh- we sh- should have been briefed on this song, huh? <laughs> you know this song? So you don't have no. to follow it. We I can't don't know this one. It. It's like, okay. situations will arise in our lives, but you got to be smart about it. Celebration. You don't know this song? With the no, I know the, the chorus. They keep singing. You don't have to call it through the credits at the end. This picks up applause over Zoom, but uh, Zoom does not pick up applause anymore. They've gotten too good at ducking audio, by the way. Zoom has been on one with these fucking things. Yeah. I love that the movie made in the 60s had Usher in it. Yes. Well, it's 2001. It, it, but still, it's impressive. Yeah, I know this right. song. Can you guys even hear the song or am I just playing this for myself? You're playing it for I yourself. Oh, well, I'm playing it, and I I know this song. Maybe that's good, so I don't get, like, copyright yeah, flagged for playing I know a this song album. that we say the title of over and over and over again. I mean, I know this album. I like this album. I just don't remember. You don't have to call. It's the most famous song from the album. Well, no, like the one no, 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 no. You remind me, and you got so it bad, or both girl, on this. I'm gonna be your man tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that song. I would say you got it bad. No, you remind me is probably more famous than this. That's Nickelback you're thinking of. I think it is you got it bad. <laughs> Yeah, I get always confused. Is is photograph? Is that Usher? Um, <laughs> yeah, a rock star. It's crazy. If Usher sang photograph, I bet it'd be good. I'm actually thinking that right now. Usher, let yeah. us know in the comments. <laughs> Usher, smash that like Usher. button. <laughs> Usher, well, I think you kind of you... nailed it. If I'm thinking about this script here for 2001, a movie I've seen a few times. You, if I'm going by percentages that you actually got pretty much right, mm-hmm. you're in the top two or three percent of the history of this podcast. Oh wow! Um, the names are incorrect, but there's two guys. Well, Hal is correct. Uh, Hal's performance yes. was outside of your control, so I can't critique that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie either, so I didn't know this wasn't like a cartoony dipshit robot. Like, it is the robot sort of taking over and taking them out somewhere, and it's really, really you killed it. You yeah, really did. Those are, that's all I knew. I knew the robot was bad, and mm. I knew there was guys in space. And the that score, looked, and then the score of yeah, just the famous. famous, very great. Yeah, that's um, the most famous part of it. There was no obelisk though. That's the other thing. Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. This. There is the big, the big black the monkey obelisk thing that's like sort of or not. What is it? It's not an obelisk, but like a. Look at the. I don't know. It's like a big ass fucking thing. Yeah, you know, it's just the, a monolith. I, I, it's a monolith, monolith. Like a big black monolith that shows up and um yeah but i mean that so the movie it's good but really so little happens that you kind of covered the entirety of the plot <laughs> that's what i was assuming. i was like what is the conflict of the film um <laughs> what you know it's like to do? it shows like it starts with like uh monkeys and then uh the monkeys like turn into people Okay, you know, well, I got like that evolution. with the gorilla enclosure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the gorilla enclosure in the ball pit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And then it's just, uh, you know, these guys figuring out. They go. So one of the funny things about their, they just go out and explore space, and the robot takes them to even further. And then they, like, are, like, through a wormhole in this crazy who knows where they are. You know what I mean? It's, this is, it's an odyssey, except they don't make it back. 
So one of the funny things about reviews for this movie when it came out, because this movie came out, I think, like 1968. Um, It made people anti-moon landing. People were hated this movie so much they didn't. Well, they were like, I, I don't like space travel. I don't see the point what? of us going to space because you got to remember this was a time where that was the news was they were going to space and shit. And so people saw wow. this movie and they're like, why would we go to space? There's no one there. There's no plot in space. The second act <laughs> totally falls apart in space. And I um, you need gravity to keep a plot driven forward. <laughs> I it got mixed, very very mixed reviews mm. at the time. And now it's like overwhelmingly a classic. Do you know what I mean? Like overwhelmingly a classic right. movie. But I remember I took a Kubrick class in college. So I looked up what he had said about the reviews because I remembered something. And he goes, the reviews that distinguish most critics, unfortunately, are those slam bang pans, which are easy to write and fun to write and useless. And it's so I don't know why I think slam bang pans is such a funny way to trivialize some, someone's work, but. It's because it sounds like it's just a specific sound. It's like not that they like you know. But he's like they doing they're doing a slam bang pan. It's like jazz. <laughs> he uh, sounds like something a bad gangster around. would say like from the fifties. <laughs> ah, little slam bang pans, and we're out of here. <laughs> no, please don't. But it's good. It's worth watching. It is probably fun if you're high, and I bet they show it at like observatories. Huh? There's that cool one, and in, in there like a great observatory in Chicago. Like there is like way out there on the. I went one time and it was a free day um, where um, the school was out. And so there were a a million children running around everywhere. And I was like, this is terrible. This is worse than Wikipedia with children around. But I do like observatories. Yeah. Adler. That's what it's called. Yeah. They got stuff out there. I bet they show it there. Probably. It's very fun. Maybe fun. We're seeing Mike. You don't have to watch it. Um, No, I don't. I don't (laughs) think I'd like it. Uh, I don't think I'd like it. I'll just watch Saw again. I think you might like it. I don't know. It is a weird. A lot of the stuff is very. It's such a classic movie that it's sort of in the vernacular a little bit. Like mm-hmm. Hal is almost mm-hmm. a vernacular thing. Yep. You know, it's satirized so much, and the that song I guess is a vernacular thing. I'm trying yes. to think of other parts of it that are just very, very pod. The shot door, of going like a lot of space things in other movies you can just be like oh but this guy i know he there's this big scene where they're like walking in anti-gravity loop and he did make a giant hamster wheel like a three-story tall hamster wheel so they he wouldn't have to move the camera and said the guy could actually walk in a giant anti-gravity loop and sometimes wow. you want to be like you could have just like moved the ca- you know the camera but it's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine <laughs> it's fine you know you want to do it that way it's cool he's like no we're making a wheel we're this doing a, it i really liked um Last night in the Oscars when they were giving it wasn't was it cinematography award that was uh Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan. I don't know if you guys even watched the Oscars last I night. I didn't watch it, but I saw that they They gave out this I think it was cinematography something, but they just talked about how like in Citizen Kane they had to cut a hole in the floor to get a low angle shot. <laughs> like that's how bad nice. everything like tripod technology was, I guess. Because everything's so huge it wasn't made mm-hmm. to be moved. So they cut a hole in the floor. To get a low angle shot, and mm-hmm. they're like, and look how far we've come. And then the floor like m- moved on its own, and a camera popped up to show the low angle shot. And it's just oh, crazy. They were just inventing this stuff then. Yeah, they really had to like. But that's the cool thing about movies from 
then as opposed to now, it's sort of a yes. thing that I have about stuff is that like people got to be so innovative and solve problems and do cool things. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of times it feels like we have so many tools to do stuff and therefore right. just do. There's a plugin the for stuff. your specific problem that you're having yeah, or something right. like that. Yeah, I do think this movie, I think a lot about like, you know, the ways they were just developing out of a necessity. It's a crazy mm-hmm. thing to think. I'm going to do it like this when there isn't a way to possibly do it. Like film right. kind of evolved at the speed of like flight. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I mean, we like we with when's the first flight was like 100 years ago. And we went to the moon like 60 or like 40 years after that. That's insane. That's too fast. Right. <laughs> right. And film went from, you know, they got, they had to cut a hole in the floor to have a low angle shot to my my phone. Like yeah. my phone would like ruin, you know, Alfred Hitchcock's life if he saw it or something. Right. <laughs> you totally. Yeah. We're. I'm. Yeah. You know what? I'll say it. I'm better than my TikToks. Better than Hitchcock. <laughs> more thrilling. I'll say more thrilling. <laughs> A lot more suspense. Um, what is it? Birds. Okay. Oh, birds are scary. Shut up. Alfred. Birds has yeah, maybe the most incredible practical effect shot of all time where a fake bird is pecking a little girl's face. And it's just uh-huh. so obviously fake because, obvi- you know, you know he asked. It's like uh-huh. a Frank Oz puppet where it's like he's it re- just got it. <laughs> it re- you almost see an elbow. Like that's how insane. But you mm. know he asked, can I have a real bird peck this shot? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. He doesn't value well, anything. Didn't the main actress literally get attacked by birds? Isn't that yeah, but like, she was a real- like she was like an adult. This is like a little, yeah. little kid. And, uh, it, but it, I mean, it, it is fun that birds. back then they're just, every stunt was just, uh, uh, it, act, we actually just do it. Right. You if you what, saw what? someone like get in a car accident or like, I mean, the car accidents are still relatively real, but that person's yeah. like dead now. They're like, yeah, I can't walk yeah. against they did this stunt in this movie. We have no, but they sleep. got the shot. Yeah. The car and, accidents are real cut. now, but they wear more than one seatbelt. <laughs> like that's just very different. Yeah. I think, uh. Uh, we are very tangential now, but it is why stunts have been overlooked for so long in awards and why Jackie Chan is overlooked so much amongst like tons of other people. Mm. But you like hear old stories about like Jackie Chan. He had like the Jackie Chan stunt crew, I think was even just mm-hmm. the name of the people that he worked with. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, how did you in this movie fall two stories? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just fell. Uh-huh. Like I broke my back. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, right. <laughs> Like, yeah, my body is, is unusable now. He's I, like, I, I fell and we, I broke my leg and for a B movie that no one saw. Or we did a goodbye like party for me the week before just to celebrate enough. And right. then... it, would so, it was so chaotic what they would have to do. But yeah. it is crazy what we're doing with movies now. Like plots can be complicated and weird. And before, mm-hmm. you know, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, but there was a movie that's just a train coming at the screen, right? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Hey, Kyle, I'm the one that, that was got CGI, to talk about it this actually. time. I, I looked it up. <laughs> There's a second train. That would have been fun. Um, <laughs> I, uh, that, I did think that was fun, too, was when they were they're giving out, like, Best Special Effects Award or whatever last night, and they were, like, uh, uh, announcing the candidates. I think it might have been Jessica Chastain. I can't remember. And she goes, uh, and, and, and then there's Top Gun Maverick, where it was, uh, you know, Really was Tom Cruise flying that plane, but pretty good special effects. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah, that's just the guy who still does this insane shit. Right. Who thinks going to space to shoot a movie, actual space? Is he like with Elon or something? 
<laughs> Mission Impossible has a, a moment where I think it's like that guy who did the the Red Bull jump in from space. Oh yeah, like that that guy. I think Tom saw that and was like, "Dibs." Felix <laughs> yeah. Baumgartner yeah. was that spacefall guy. That was crazy. Anyways, yes, yeah, Tom Cruise is supposedly working with Elon Musk and SpaceX to film a movie in crazy. space. I hey, love you know how who he I makes like movies being like I I yeah. think of a thing. And then I'm going to write a movie around it that's like, oh, there's a mission that involves this now where you can, he started with the stunts and worked backwards. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I think he's going to die making this movie. And then I think his uh, eulogy is going to be Nicole Kidman walking in and giving her speech from the AMC theater's beginning. I think it's just going to be like Tom Cruise's funeral be her going, we come here for magic. And then she sits down on a chair. I think he wants to. I don't know. This is crazy. I don't know what the move could possibly happen in the movie. Gravity looked very real. Oh yeah, and that was a while ago. Oh, gravity. But was that was great. a couple. Gravity looked real, but did you? It was a bunch of blankets. Isn't that crazy? What they just lay down on the ground and pretended to be in space? Look, I'm having a time trying to riff here, guys. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> what do you mean? Explode us. I've never seen gravity, dog. I just thought they're in space. They're hanging out in space. Bunch of black blankets on the ground. They're on the floor. They're going like, no, I can't reach you. Oh, you mean like that whose line is it anyway game where they would lay sideways and move around? There we go. Now you're getting it. I just, it doesn't make any sense, I think, is why people didn't get it. I've never seen gravity. It's the point of the show, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) We're not details of the movie gravity away from your blanket thing making sense. (laughs) No, no, we are. Everybody who's listening right now, tell me you understood it. Or no, if you saw gravity, you would know because yeah. of blankets. Oh, the gravity yeah, of this statement. I just can't really deal with the weighted blanket of it all. We're going to be right back. That's the transition outward? I guess that probably will be. Okay, we're back. It's time. For some games here on the podcast, we got a few games that we're going to play. This first game we're going to play is called Before and Afters. I missed the button. <laughs> it's called, here we go. Ready to play before and afters. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm having too much fun doing the podcast, I just forget like the technical, you know, like the stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's good. Oh, yeah. So Before and Afters, here's how it works. Uh, two movies have been smushed together into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot. You have to tell me the smushed together title. So some titles could be Saving Private Silverman, Fargo, which is Argo and Fargo, The Wolf mm. of Wally Street. What's some? Um, Godfather of the Bride. A Space Odyssey. I can't really. Uh, Blade Runner twenty thirty four thousand and one. A Space Odyssey. It's not as good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we understand. Right? Blade Runner twenty thirteen going on thirty. Ooh, that's great. There we go. That one's great. I'd watch that. Yeah, it'd be actually really cool. The prettiest body switch movie of all time. Yeah. Like, just the most dramatic lighting. Um, And it works because it's replicants. It does. Oh, my God. It's actually... Damn. Well, that one's better than any of the ones we're going to do here. (laughs) (laughs) It's important you know the game has peaked before it started. You guys can work together, or you can compete against each other. It's currently six to three. Skylar is winning. Here we go. Before and after. (laughs) Number one. I don't me- You're going to have to, Mike, let me know if we these are the ones we did on Game Night. I can't remember, okay? okay? Okay. A man who ages backwards is terrorized by his murderous doppelganger. Curious case of Benjamin but- Button. 
but I, I, I get, I get Benjamin Button, but it's like, is there, it, but, but murderous dot. Wait, wait, is there? There's a. Oh, we did do this one. I know I'm this one of, now. Oh, okay. Well, the murderous doppelganger. All I can think of is Gemini Man, but then there's that other one that does have. Is it Jackie Chan in it, where he's jumping, jumping the, universes to kill the Jet Jackie Lee, Chan? and it's called the One. I think it's Jet oh, Lee. Jet Li. But um, have you have you seen uh, Jordan Peele's work? Uh oh. Okay. Wait. <laughs> how does this make sense? <laughs> I, the, how, how do you spell true. curious? Mike, Mike knows these answers already. I think so. You're I know. How, you, how do I what? Tyler. How do you spell curious? Mike, you, you're giving too hefty of clues here. I'm fun as hell, dude. <laughs> the. Here we go. We are looking for the Curious case of Benjamin Button. The Curious oh, case of Benjamin Button. Oh, the Curious case very of short, Benjamin Button. Very short. I was like, uh, Benjamin Butt Us? <laughs> <laughs> curious case of Benjamin <laughs> Butt Us. <laughs> us, Benjamin Butt Us. All right. Here we go. Next one. An enigmatic. Yeah, I think we did all of them, Mike. Sorry. An enigmatic uh-huh. code breaker is brought in by a group of friends who regularly meet for board games. To help them solve a real life mystery and end World War II. Um, imitation game night. Yeah, buddy. I can't nice. gotta stop clapping into it. I gotta stop clapping nice. into it. The the clapping doesn't even register. I know that's why I gotta stop. It's dumb. Mo- moving on, moving on. They get worse. After he was <laughs> presumed dead and is now stranded, a man's crew must travel across the galaxy to rescue him from zombies that have taken over a small British town. Zombies taking over a small British town. I don't know if I've seen this zombies British town movie. Unless, is there more than one movie? There's, no. No, there's Just two. two. Okay. Two total in here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's the, what's the redhead guy's movie? Um, <laughs> what's that guy? That, that He's in Star guy. Trek. That Simon guy. Pegg. Simon, Simon Pegg. Pegg. His movie called... Um, you're getting it. I forget what the movie's called though. De- dead. Uh, it's Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. After okay. he was presumed What's dead, the first stranded a man's crew. Marshawn of the Dead. The Marshawn of the Dead. Marshawn of the Dead. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I right, forgot we go. that one altogether. <laughs> Final one. A renowned conductor, days away from recording her most important symphony, must help stop an asteroid from destroying Earth. Astaroid? Is that it? <laughs> no, that's Astar. I mean, you're you're very close. You got half of them. Um, Astaroid. <laughs> it makes sense. I don't Must know why you make it around. Conduct- <laughs> right. Is there a movie called Asteroid that I don't know about? In there? It's gotta be. Uh, it's just one word. Oh, it's a game. game. Yeah. It's a game, probably that arcade game. Oh, okay. Um, an yeah. asteroid coming to Earth. Which ones do I know? I'm Did... trying to figure it out too. I don't know this one. Um, don't. Well, one of these is tar. <laughs> oh, I just got yes. one. I got yes. it. I just got it. What are the? Oh God! Tarmageddon. Tarmageddon. Yeah, there it is. Yes. 
Okay. All right, we're going to do one more bonus one. I've never seen Armageddon either. <laughs> one more bonus one. I'll tell you, one of these movies was a Best Picture nominee from last night. Mm-hmm. An Irish folk musician begins ignoring his drinking buddy, who tries to find out why by implanting an idea into his head via his dreams. Is it oh, Banshees of Inception? The Banshees of Innerson Shepsimon. Yep. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that one's just fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for before and afters. The next game I love that play. movie, dude. That was so good. good I didn't see so it. good. It was fun. The Banshees? The Banshees of Inner Sharon was so good. It was fun? a good time. I have never hey, heard anyone describe it as fun. It's a dark comedy. I ju- I laughed. Okay. This is called the Letterboxd Guessing Game, The Game. How this works is I'm going to read five Letterboxd reviews for a movie. They get progressively more and more specific and obvious. You have to guess what movie they are reviews for. But the earlier you guess, the more points it's worth. So if you guess after one, five points. If you guess after two reviews, four points, and so on, right? They get more obvious. You're competing against each other. You can only guess once per movie. Okay. So plan your guess yeah. accordingly. And uh, I will tell you, these are all Jim Carrey movies. Thank you. I think the that hint. the category is helpful, helpful to narrow these down. Very these great. are all Jim This Carrey is my favorite of the games you've come movies. up with in, the, in, in recent times. It's so fun. All right. So which Jim Carrey movies? Remember, you can only guess once. Is this a letterboxed review for? This is more important to cinema history than Citizen Kane. Mask. It is the mask. Fuck. <laughs> Skyler wrote that review. That's why. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) Holy shit, that is the mask. (laughs) That's five points. I just thought it'd be really funny to come straight out and shoot from the hip. And you did, and you got it. Here's now do it three more times. (laughs) Here's some. Here's some other reviews of the mask. They don't make films like this anymore. Two stars. (laughs) Um, If Arthur Fleck just kept a positive attitude, three stars. <laughs> Ancient Nordic societies were very into Looney Tunes and often infused their cursed objects with cartoon tropes. Unbelievable. And then the final one, somebody stop me from having watched this. <laughs> it's a good movie. Why are you doing... I, they just those don't were make all over. Those like were this. some fives, some threes, two some stars? twos. Those were all over the that, place. The second one you read was so funny. They don't make movies like this anymore and two, two stars. stars? Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. That's so fucking funny. All right, here we go. What get Jim em. Carrey movie, and remember, you only get one guess per movie. What Jim Carrey movie is this a review for? If you really think about it, this film is just one Will Smith and one Tommy Lee Jones away from being Men in Black. What? Hmm. Five stars. Hold on for a second. Give me, give me a moment. Hold on. Wait. All right, next one. The number 23. Nope. Mike has been eliminated <laughs> right. from this guess. Next one for four points. 23? The one Jim Carrey movie that nobody remembers? Yeah, that, five stars. It. I don't yeah. think the movie has a collectively got five stars. No, I know it's a bad movie, but people are fucking dumb. What do you want me to say? People are reviewing <laughs> shit all the time. Here we go for four points. What Jim Carrey movie is this? Uh, I'll have what she's having. Five oh, stars. I know what this is now. Mm. Yep. Too bad you already guessed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Can I say it before the end, though? No. Ah. 
I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna need another guess. All right, for three Probably. points. Can I get huh? this for me, but for the Snyder cut? Oh yeah, it's Five. Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. That's what I thought at first, but I was like, that that doesn't make sense. There are no aliens in Eternal Sunshine. It doesn't make any sense in any capacity. <laughs> no sense no, at all. It doesn't make any sense. And then here's the other reviews. Asked someone out right after watching this, and they said no, and that made the movie even better. And um, <laughs> this is what happens when you dye your hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, great final job, one. everybody. That was final good. one. <laughs> Which Jim Carrey movie? Are these letterbox reviews for for five points? Do you want to guess number twenty three this time, Skyler? Or... <laughs> for five points, but did he jerk off four and a half stars? Oh, um, for four points. It's never too early in the morning for an existential crisis. Am I right, ladies? Five stars for three points. We do be living in a society, or maybe a society do be living in us. Four stars. <laughs> Me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> it is not. Mike has been eliminated. I for, two po- for two points. I like when you think of something one. and then go on Instagram and see an ad for it. This is pretty much that. <laughs> is this the number twenty three? It is not. It is not. <laughs> All right, now both of you, both of you can guess here. If. <laughs> This is for one point. If I lived in a town where everyone looked like a Republican, oh, I'd try and leave too. Yeah. It's um, it's where he can't get out of the town and he goes on the boat at the end. Why am I blanking on the name? The Truman Show. Uh, Truman Show. The Truman yeah. Show. I love yeah. the review. If I lived in a town where everyone looked like a Republican, I'd try and leave too. Five stars. <laughs> that is a good question. Did he jerk off? Did he? But did he jerk off? Four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. Truman Show might be another one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's an all-timer for me. I do really love yeah. that movie. Jim um, Carrey had such a run, man. He was yeah, dude. Killing. Oh yeah. I think it'd be interesting to make like a horror movie that is the Truman Show, but the kid you're following turns out to literally be like one of those psycho kids who ends up being a serial killer. But the producers are like, "No, no, no, let him ride. Like, like <laughs> uh, we'll pay you. We'll pay you extra." Wait, we but he's going into a showing of the Dark Knight. Just let him go. Let him go. Let him <laughs> just go. go. Just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up, like evil shit. Um, it'd be called the False Man Show. That fucking guy. We don't have any more breaks to kick it to. <laughs> uh, one final game here. We're going to play this game is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing. Having only watched a trailer, yes. never having heard of the movie, okay. the game. Okay. 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 Mike, once again, since you participated in Game Night Day, you're, you're you you can't guess this one. Skyler, uh, how it works is my dad, who has not been to a movie theater since the Space Jam one, I can't believe I have to say one. Um, since <laughs> Space Jam one, he's not been to a movie theater since then. My dad watches a movie trailer. He describes what happens in that movie trailer. You have to tell me what movie it's a trailer for. It can be any movie ever that's had a trailer. All right? This is for, well, you're winning by a lot. So this is for whatever <laughs> amount of points. And I'm not allowed to guess, just like before and afters. It's rigged, okay. I tell you. It is rigged. It's a dramatic shot of the mountains. Ships, a giant ship, very dramatic conversations. She wants to get it over with. They have a mission for her. Everyone is walking around fast. He wants to help. They both say good. 
even more dramatic shots of walking than ships around the mountains. He's not going to kill her because she is a friend. There's an eclipse and the bad guys are growing stronger. Everyone seems to be a laser gun. Yep, everything is a laser gun. He's with her all the way. Before he said laser gun, I thought it was the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> is it, um, this is going to be a, a big swing of a guess, but is it that movie Arrival? It is not Arrival. Not a bad guess. And a movie I really like. It is not Arrival. Okay. It's some sort of space alien movie. Mm-hmm. Um... Can I get a Marvel or not Marvel? I'm thinking it's not, not Marvel. It's not Marvel. I think the only Marvel movie he's ever done is Endgame. <laughs> um, <sighs> We're looking for, or do you want to hear it one more time? No, no. Oh. We're, we're looking for Rogue One. Rogue oh. One. A Star Wars Rogue story. One. Rogue One. There's All plots, right. there's plans, there's schemes, there's heists. Yeah. Folks it's like the Italian the job. <laughs> yes, it's just the space <laughs> Italian job. Um, what a good movie Rogue One. It got. So yeah, cool. yeah, I like, hey, you got you guys watching Andor? I've watched Andor twice now. I watched a little bit of it. They thought it I was like, cool. I, Call I, me when they make a parody on Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Family Man Door? Uh, final score today is we have 16 points for Skylar, three points for Mike. Mike, unfortunately, you do not get to take over the podcast. Thank you for being here. Uh, Skylar, thanks right. for being here and having never seen 2001 before. Thanks for having me. I was. It was a fun thing to write in the 45 minutes before I was being on stage. <laughs> that still puts you in the top 2% of most effort put into the podcast. <laughs> uh, let people know where to find you and anything you have going on by your album, all this sort of stuff, whatever you'd like. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Skylar Higley or Instagram at Skylar Higley. I have an album on uh, Spotify called Saltwater. It's comedy and music and it's all mixed up and it's really cool so it'd be i'd appreciate if you listened and um you know i'm on the road and stuff over i'm going to assume this isn't going to be out yet but st patrick's day weekend this is gonna be out tomorrow oh okay well if you're in milwaukee and want to come see a show come to the laughing tap and i will be headlining there and come Thank you so much, Mike. You have anything you want to tell people about, even though you lost? Oh, yeah. You just got to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Mike Carrozza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. If you're in Montreal, uh, I'm part of Giggle Fest. I've got a couple spots in that. That's coming up in April. And then also March 23rd at Rustic. Come through for my monthly show, Comedy at Rustic. And uh, make sure to listen to Never Seen It. It's a great podcast. I love listening to it. It's hosted by my buddy Kyle Ayers, whose album Happiness is available now on Blonde Medicine Records. Oh. And uh, you should check out uh, Skylar Higley's album, <laughs> Saltwater. Also very good. 
Okay, and, we're uh, feeling good about this. We're done. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. If you are around Los Angeles next Monday, the 20th, I'm running a uh, trivia night, a film trivia night Ooh. with the Secret Movie Club. It's called Movie Trivia Sorta, where some of the questions are real and some of the questions are subjective. So you can come out, answer questions like who directed Citizen Kane and what did Christopher Nolan have for lunch? Things like that. Whoever, we're going to find out who's right and who's rightest. That is Monday, March 20th. You can find tickets at secretmovieclub.com, which is, I can't believe they got that URL. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. That is it for me. Thank you to Skylar for having never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. But tell us what he thinks, and, you know, thank you to all you guys. I appreciate you listening. I want to give a special shout-out to the people at our physical stuff, shout-outs, and more tier on the Patreon. You got three before and after mashup stickers coming your way. I don't even want to spoil you guys and tell you what they are. They are hilarious photoshops I put together. I want to give a shout-out to James, uh, Heidi, Brand, Devin, Matt M. I don't want to say people's full names. It feels weird, right? Hannah H., uh, Jerry Lynn K, Brianna M, Quinn P, J. Oh, they got a little nickname in here. Uh, uh, Jesse M, Eric S, Lacey A, Chris J, Vanessa T. Thank you so much. I, you know, it's just I didn't want to give you know do full names. Anyways, thank you guys. Patreon.com/slash Never Seen It. Once again, we got the March Badness bracket going on there. If you're in Los Angeles next Monday, I'm running a trivia night. At Secret Movie Club, secretmovieclub.com. It's going to be film trivia, and some of the questions are subjective. So it's sort of film trivia, sort of. Secretmovieclub.com. We're going to be asking stuff like who directed 2001 A Space Odyssey, as well as like what does Christopher Nolan have for lunch tomorrow? Stuff like that. It's going to be fun. I think I said this in the episode already, so secretmovieclub.com. Check that out. Tell friends in L.A., please. It's our pilot one, so I hope it goes well. Thank you. Stop it. A podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.